Get your tickets now for Emma's Footprints 8th Annual Winter Gala happening on Saturday, March 4th at the Ambassador Center. This is a fun night out. Gather your friends, get dressed up, put your dancing shoes on, and come support Emma's Footprints. Tickets are now on sale. Head to our website at www.emmasfootprints.com to grab yours. Doors open at 5 p.m. We hope to see you on March 4th. listening to Confessions of a Grieving Mother by Emma's Footprints. Each week we will be bringing you stories to give you a real look on what families go through after they experience a pregnancy or infant loss. Our goal is to help educate, support, and break the stigma around this topic. Be prepared for tears and laughter as we remember our babies. This is going to be real, raw, and vulnerable, so get your boots on. It's going to be messy. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Grieving Mother. My name is Julie Gus's mom. And I am Tracy Emma's mom. And on the phone we have Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Uh, hi, guys. And whose mama are you? I'm Kellen Joseph Mazingo and Katarina Ann Mazingo's mom. Awesome. I love that. Okay, names. so Kellen and... Katarina. Katarina. Oh, that's what I thought you said, but I didn't want to like screw that up. Those are beautiful. And they're both with K's? Kelly. Yes. Amazing. And where are you calling oh, us my kids. from? I'm calling from Waynesburg, Pennsylvania. Waynesburg, PA, right off of 79. Really? Yes. Yeah. My friend went to Waynesburg for like a semester. <laughs> That's how you know That's about us, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's all I know about it. <laughs> Been there once. Um, so how did you hear of Emma's Footprints, Kelly? Um, well, on September 12th, 2021, I was in a really bad car accident. I was pregnant with my twins, 20 weeks pregnant. And, um, about five days later, I had delivered them on mm. September 17th, 2021, oh. and they were stillborn. Oh, wow. And, um, the coordinator at the hospital had reached out to me and said that there was a program called Emma's Footprints that was willing to help me pay for um, the final costs of my children. Oh my gosh. Your story is coming back to me now. Cause I think, you remember that? Yeah. Um, I believe you spoke with our director of bereavement, Amanda Burke. Yes. Yeah. And some, I mean, every story has, is horrific and tragic, obviously, but there's some that are just leave you, I don't know, more breathless. I don't know if that's a, mm-hmm. a term or, but, um, yeah, well, we are so sorry, uh, um, but we're so glad you found us. I'm so glad that I found them with footprints. Um, they help with, um, you guys helped me with bereavement counseling and, um, like I said, the final expenses for my babies, yeah. um, my urns, the cremations, the urns, the jewelry was paid for, um, which is a beautiful thing because I was, like I said, I was working, I was pregnant and I didn't have quite the amount of health insurance that was needed to cover the expenses, um, so it was 
horrifically tra- tragic for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where did you, did so you grow up in Waynesburg? Yeah. I grew up in Waynesburg. Um, I was a, on the National Honor Society. Um, I was a cheerleader. Um, I love jumping on the trampoline with my kids and teaching them how to jump and stuff. Uh, Were you a flyer? Is that what they call us? I haven't been able to. Oh. Were you one of the flyers in cheerleading that sent the little the girls that fly up in the air? Is that you? A base? (laughs) No, I was actually one of the basemen. Okay, the base. (laughs) Oh, so are you? Lifted people up in the air. Um, I was also a certified nursing assistant for thirteen years. I actually had to change my career as well. Because of the accident. Yes. Yeah. I can't lift people anymore. Oh man. So okay. are you are you married? I am not, I'm single. Okay. Um you mentioned before we hit record that um you have a two year old. Or your your oldest yeah. is in school right now, you said. Yeah, my oldest name's Kendra with a K. Oh. And then my two-year-old is Crystal Lynn with a K. And my baby boy's name is Colson with a K. Oh, that's adorable. How old is Kendra? Kendra's nine. Okay. Crystal Lynn's two, and Colson is five months old. And so um, your first pregnancy with Kendra... Can you speak a little bit about that? Was that kind of a textbook pregnancy? Was there complications? What did that look like? Oh, Kendra was a perfect pregnancy. Um, she was born on her due date. Oh, wow. I think that's really rare to have babies that born. born on her due was date. Your, did your water break naturally? Um, I was actually having contractions before my water broke. They had to break my water for me. Okay. But out she popped on her due date. Mm-hmm. She sounds real yeah. special. <laughs> she is prompt. She, she is prompt. She shows up on time. Is that her personality? Yeah. <laughs> yes. She's she's an awesome kid. And you know what? She includes Kellen and Katarina on her book reports. and Like, not her book reports, but, like, projects for school. Oh, I love When she that. describes her family. Mm-hmm. And she'll draw pictures of our family together and she includes Kellen and Katarina. Oh, I love that. She is special. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then you had, it's affected her too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can touch on that. So then you had crystal or were you pregnant with the twins? No. Um, I had crystal Lynn. She was a year old whenever I was pregnant with the twins. Okay. I'm just trying to get so the order. She, she's not old enough to remember. Mm hmm. She probably can, like, sense, though, your sadness or right. ra- wrapped around the loss. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They definitely know when I'm sad. and mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you got they pregnant. They also know when I'm happy, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, we have all the emotions, and we need to show our children yeah. all of the emotions. Because we have, I, I don't know, I have them all in there. <laughs> I don't know about you yeah. all. Um, so you're, uh, when you found out you were expecting twins, um, can you relive that moment with us? Uh, um, well, I 
found out I was pregnant, and then I did this string test, like where you take a white string and measure your belly, and you put a charm, like I took the charm from my necklace off and put it on the end of the string, and you put it above your wrist. It's like an old wives' tale. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. And if it does a circle, it's a, a boy. If it goes back and forth, it's a girl. Well, I, it might be vice versa, but... Um, Anyway, it did a circle twice, and then it went back and forth twice and stopped. And I was like, does that mean twins? And we were laughing. And here I go and get my ultrasound, and there was two sacks there. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Do twins run in your family? I didn't know at the time because I was like, how did this happen? And then I dug deeper onto my dad's side of the family, and there are twins on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. And I guess it passed down to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> skips a generation, and then I think that's how it goes. Like yeah, twins, and then skips, and then goes, and or something like that. And I happen to be the lucky one. <laughs> yeah. Kelly yeah. got the twins. straw. She drew the straw. <laughs> the twin straw. <laughs> and it was amazing to feel two babies move in my belly at once. Aww. When did you find out you were pregnant? Um, I'm trying to. I think it was June of 2021. Yeah. And that string test was done. Yeah. Like you you found out. Did you do the string test like right away? Trying to. I did that string test that night that I took the pregnancy test. Wow. Because I was like, I need somebody to hold the string for me. (laughs) (laughs) You need helpers. Yeah. So. My friend Tiffany is actually the one who held the string for me, and she's actually the driver that was driving in the car accident. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it was, it's been hard on her, too. Yeah. Okay. So bef- before that was, how did your pregnancy look with, with the twins? Did you, were you with monitored the twins, more? I was really, really sick, actually. Mm. I was, I had um, hyperemesis. Which is like severe morning sickness. Oh, gosh. And I was just throwing up all the time and couldn't keep nothing down for months. And then I was nearing my second trimester. It was my second trimester, and it started slowing down. So that was good. Was it constant throughout the day or just in the morning? Um, Constant throughout the day. Is this kind of where I, I feel? I feel like I've heard of this. To have IV. Yes, that's what I was just mm. gonna say. Like, is this where you actually have to get IVs because you're so depleted? Almost. Mm. Yeah, my body didn't like mm-hmm. all the extra hormones. Right. <laughs> but it's so hard to take care of other it children was quite a few at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you were feeling pretty good. Um, uh, besides besides this part. besides <laughs> vomiting all the time <laughs> I was I was feeling pretty good I had energy and everything I just I was just sick to my stomach just puking really and, but it it was it was subsiding like it wasn't mm-hmm. as severe at the time of the accident like I was 20 weeks so, so it was subsiding a bit uh, can we can we talk about that day real quick yeah. What, where were you 
what were your plans for that day? That day, um, me and Tiffany and the kids were going to Sam's Club. And we were going to buy diapers and wipes and stuff that we needed for the house to stock up on. And um, we were driving to Morgantown, West Virginia, because um, that's where we were going to Sam's Club at. And we were on Route 7, and we left our lane because her son was in the back seat and made a choking noise. Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. And she looked back to check on him, and she was when she looked forward, she was out of her lane, and mm-hmm. we swerved back into our lane. The car that was in the other lane that we swerved into freaked out and panicked and swerved into our lane and hit us head on. Oh, my gosh. And I was playing on my phone, and I heard my friend say, oh, my God. And I looked up, and there was a car, and it hit us head on, and it hit us so hard I knew instantly that I was going to lose my babies. It took my breath, and it almost took my life I could feel my life draining from me and I was in just so much pain I felt between my legs and there was fluid between my legs and I was instantly bruised um all across my abdomen um in between my legs like the transmission came through the floor and hit me oh my gosh and I was bruised like where my babies were being carried all across my stomach, all across my hips, all underneath my bottom. Oh my gosh. I had fractured my back, my sternum. I herniated C4 through C7 in my neck. Um, I need surgical repair. So you're just basically, um, I don't want to say like, numb but like so much has happened in a short period of time you're in this accident and what is going through your head like immediately um it was like are you kidding me right now mm-hmm. like did this just happen to me yeah like how is this happening and then it I came to like after the car hit us and i looked behind me I could hear the kids screaming in the back seat oh man and I was afraid to look back and when I did I saw that my baby was okay that they were awake they were just very upset mm-hmm. and I unbuckled my seatbelt and tried to climb in the back and that's when all the pain hit me oh my wow. gosh I couldn't move I was crippled in pain they had to pull me out of the car and set me on the road Oh and some lady came up to me because I, I laid down on the road and she like held me up and gave me a sip of water and told me everything was going to be all right. And I was like, everything's not all right. I'm pregnant with twins. Um, I'm going to lose my baby. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, we're going to pray right now that that doesn't happen. And I was like, I know it's going to happen. I just, mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm hurting pretty bad right now. Yeah. And, um, so I get to the hospital, both babies had a heartbeat. Um, it was the next day after the accident when they did the next ultrasound, um, they found out that baby B had 
placental abruption, a complete placental abruption, mm-hmm. and the heart had stopped beating. And they were monitoring me for a few days, and baby A still had a heartbeat. Well, they released me from Ruby Memorial Hospital, and I had to see the OBGYN the next day. And when I went in to see the OBGYN, she was doing the physical exam, and she felt a baby's body part and told me to get to the hospital immediately. Oh, wow. Well, when I got to the hospital, um, my son, my baby A, uh, I watched his heart stop beating on the monitor. Oh, my God. His heart rate when I left the doctor's office was 188 beats per minute. And he was in distress. Oh, my gosh. And he also had a blood clot in his umbilical cord. So when I got to the hospital, I went to Washington Hospital. And because that's where my OB office was out of. And... I got to the hospital, they hooked me up to the monitors, and I watched my son's heart stop beating, and I looked at, I remember Catherine Simon's face looking at me, and just the look on her face, like she couldn't even tell me that the heart had stopped beating, and I said to her, his heart just stopped beating, didn't it? She just shook her head, yes. And I started crying, and felt my heart break all over again mm. because I had just lost baby B three days before that. And so I got this news that um, baby A's heart had stopped beating and things progressed very quickly from there. I was in labor. I was dilated and it was time to push. And I had to deliver both babies in a silent room. Mm. The room was silent. There was no cries but mine. And it was the most alone I've ever felt in my life. Wow, Kelly. And even though I felt alone, I felt like a godly presence with me. And I haven't lost my faith through all this. Somehow, I haven't lost my faith. And I just felt God with me. And I knew I wasn't alone anymore. That he had my babies with him. Mm. But, so I delivered the babies. And they handed them to me. One at a time. And... Baby B, Katerina, she was beautiful. She was born inside the sack um, because I had a complete placental abruption. I just delivered the, the placenta and with her inside of it. Wow. Um, so she was completely untouched. It was beautiful. Aww. And then they handed me baby A, my boy. Mm-hmm. And his um, whole face was cut. He had his whole left side of his body was purple from the accident. He was he was adorable, but he was so 
unrecognizable from his injuries that it was just heartbreaking I just wanted to kiss them and they were just so fragile I couldn't kiss them and hold them as much as I wanted to Kelly we're gonna take they were we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back Emma's Footprints 8th Annual Winter Gala is taking place on Saturday, March 4th at the Ambassador Center, and we want to thank our Platinum sponsors, Accudine Products, Custom Cycle Hydrographics, and Erie's number one hit music station, Star 104. Thank you for your continued support and allowing Emma's to say yes to every family who needs our services. Kelly, when when you delivered, after you delivered, um, how long did you spend with Callan and Katerina? I had them until the next morning at 8 a.m. when uh, they were taking them to be cremated. What did that time look like? Were you alone or? Um, my mom was with me, and. I'm so thankful she was. My mom was with me. She's a godsend. Um, So we both got to spend time with the twins and hold them as much as possible. Um, I was so out of it from being traumatized from the accident itself and then having to deliver the twins in a silent room. Mm -hmm. It was like... It was like I was in shock, and I wanted to hold them more, but I was I was really sick. I spiked a fever in labor. I ended up getting a blood infection from oh carrying goodness. baby B for a couple of days wow. with her placenta detached. I had a blood infection from that. So I was really, really sick. I was it, in a lot of pain. I mean, you were just in a um, car accident, too. Right. You know, it's a like, horrific car accident. Uh, yes. <laughs> Um, so it was like, it was, I can't even describe how I felt. There's no words to describe it, but I held them as much as I could, even though I wanted to hold them longer. It was like, every time I touched them, they became more fragile Mm -hmm. and I wanted to kiss their skin, but their skin was like, like I said, Kellen was so beat up that I was afraid to kiss him and I didn't want to damage him any further. Did they wrap them up I in little swaddles more. or anything? What's that? Did they wrap them up in little swaddles when you held them? Yeah, they had little swaddles and little hats they put on them. And you know what? I regret um I didn't get to count their toes and their fingers. And I wish I would have done that. When did you have that thought? Like that makes sense, but I don't think I've ever heard a mom say that. I mean, I didn't count Emma's toes or fingers, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just curious. Was that like right after or? Well, about a week later, they had given, well, they gave me prints of my children's feet 
Um, and I had a tattoo artist tattoo it on me. Well, when I looked in the mirror, there was six toes on my baby's foot. Oh. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that what the print looks like? Or did he mess up and put an extra toe on my, on my skin? <laughs> and I looked at the prints and here my son did have six toes on one foot. Oh, Kellen was And I was like, oh my God, I didn't count their fingers and toes. Like, oh. what is wrong with me? Like, that's, I've done that with my other babies, looked at their feet and admired their feet and their fingers. And I just, I was in so much hmm. shock and emotion and stuff that I didn't think to do that, mm-hmm. you know. But that's when I had the thought, was when I went to go mm-hmm. get a tattoo in memory of my baby. I was like, oh my gosh, did he mess up? <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. That was, your attention was drawn to that. And hmm. where, where is the tattoo on your body? Um, it's right is above it in my a, heart on okay. my left side. Is it an appropriate place you can mention? <laughs> hmm. I mean, yeah, you, were cra- you had to, to recover from a car accident mm-hmm. and then, you know, losing your babies and the infection what did all that look like and and mo- be a mother to two living, living children at home oh my goodness it was overwhelming um but i was thankful to have people there for me like my mom was there for me my friend tiffany was there for me um and now my son Candace is here for me, so mm. that's awesome. It's, it's, I wouldn't have been able to done it, do it without a support system. Yeah, right. for sure. How were how were Tiffany's injuries, and then the kids in the back? I don't want to like gloss over um, that. Well, her son had suffered a brain bleed mm-hmm. and a broken sternum as well. Oh wow! He was in a forward-facing five-point harness seat. He was two at the time. And the impact of the car is he broke his sternum Mm. and had a brain bleed. Mm. Now, my daughter, Crystal Lynn, she was a year at the time, and all she had was a little bruise on her forehead, a cut on her neck, and blood from one of us on her face. Wow. So it was the four of you in the car. And Tiffany's injuries, she hurt her knee and I think she broke her sinuses and her face from the airbag. Mm. But other than that, and the other driver broke his nose. Mm. Mm. When is um, Callan and Katarina's birthday? September 17th. September 17th. Did you do anything for them this year? This past year, I should say. I did not. Um, I wanted to, but I didn't know what to do for them. Mm -hmm. I just held on to their urns and prayed about it. Well, you, you spent time with them, it sounds like. You know, I think I did have cupcakes or something for Mm -hmm. them with my kids just to have a birthday party for them. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned earlier, you know, 
Kendra, um, she draws her brother and sister. Uh, she was not in the car, correct? She was not in the car, thank God. And so, you know, in a in a little child's brain, you know, mom goes to the store, and then something mm-hmm. horrific happens, and she probably didn't see you. Or, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you didn't uh, you didn't obviously come home from the store with the things you were planning on, you know. Right. So, what do you remember when you saw her next? Um, I remember video chatting her on my phone okay. from the hospital. Mm. And she was probably I so didn't confused until the day I got out of the hospital. From after, oh, I saw her September sixteenth, and then I was in labor and didn't know it. I was just in so much pain I didn't know mm. that I was in labor. Wow. So that's a lot for her to process. Yeah, and for me to go to the hospital and have the babies, and at the time it was like there was no visitors allowed under the age of 14 in the hospital. So Kendra did not get to meet her brother and sister. She never even got to hold them. Mm -hmm. And I know that bothers my baby girl. Yeah. And you mentioned having a five-month-old, too, so you've gone on with pregnancy after loss, and can you speak to that a little bit and your emotions, what what, what that was like during that pregnancy? Um, I was nervous. I was excited and happy. I know that it's my rainbow baby, um, but I was nervous, and he did end up coming prematurely. pretty that much dangerous for me to get pregnant mm-hmm. after the accident How but premature. they okayed me they did an ultrasound and I did have like a small barrier of blood between the uterus and the placenta how um, how premature was Colson um I think he was Five weeks premature. Okay. And did your water break? He was four pounds. Um, How did you go into labor? My water did break. And, you know, I got to the hospital and I'm walking to my <laughs> labor and delivery room. And they're like, okay, go ahead and go pee for us. I'm like, it hurts really bad. They were like, well, hold on. Let me just check you real quick. Get on the bed. And I climbed up on the bed and they checked me and they were like, oh, you're ready to push. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. You don't hear of that so happening. No. Uh-uh. no pain medicine or anything. Your pain tolerance is phew, pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. God he was only four pounds, six ounces because if he was any bigger, it would have probably killed me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That was a little gift. Did, so I, I think they take him to the NICU for a minute, right? If they're that, like five weeks early, do they do that? Yeah. How long was he in there? He was in there for ten days. I think that's a whole other layer. Yeah, it is. to your story. Yeah. Um, my twins—they were born um, seven ounces. 
and seven inches long, seven ounces each. So they were pretty small. Yeah. I'm just thankful I have my family now. Mm -hmm. And that everybody's healthy and okay. It's just been a struggle emotionally it's like an emotional roller coaster yeah and this I don't think we've had a story like this mm -hmm. where um you know obviously if there's a pregnancy or infant loss we look for answers right of why you know why this happened sometimes we get answers sometimes we don't mm -hmm. and this is was an outside factor that you know in finding an answer of why we lost our babies we want to prevent that from happening again mm -hmm. but you don't if you get in a car yeah you, you can't you, you can't control that you can't predict that mm -hmm. and so did you get I mean how did you even get in a car again or how did you sit in a passenger seat or, or drive did that take a while um I mean I still I have PTSD from it I still I mean I put my seatbelt on every time thank god I had my seatbelt on because if, if I didn't I wouldn't be here yeah um, but I do wear my seatbelt and I say a prayer every time I get in the car. Wow, Kelly. And so I just, I put my faith into it and so far it hasn't steered me wrong. Well, amen to that. It doesn't mean it's not hard, yeah. but wow, Kel. I'm so glad you found us. So have you... I'm so glad I found you guys too. Um, the counseling, what has that looked like for you? What tools have you learned in those sessions? Um, grief doesn't have a timeline. Mm. That's good. Amen to that. Um, Isn't that funny how you... I, you thought you knew that before like yeah. i mean it's like yeah myth buster yeah until you're living it yeah it truly doesn't have a timeline mm -hmm. and like one day i could feel okay and then there's days where i'm not okay mm -hmm. but i have a support system so when i'm not okay my support system steps up. <laughs> That's great. It sounds like you're able to vocalize that then mm -hmm. and say, hey, I'm not okay right now. Yeah, and they I can do. Step I'm up. very honest with my emotion. Yeah. That's a big part of the journey. Sometimes you have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Honest with yourself and honest with others around you. Right. Well, this was a heavy episode. Yeah, definitely. I want to give you a big hug. So, I'm so sorry for your loss, Kelly. Yeah. Thank you. I am too. Devastating. Mm -hmm. Well, um, were you at, did you come to the Pittsburgh walk, Kelly, this year? Last year. Did I do what? Did you come to our Pittsburgh walk? 
I did. Did we? I feel like, did I see you there? Did I meet you there? I think. <laughs> it's I like think a blur. I did meet you there. <laughs> I'm getting little like bits back in my brain <laughs> of <laughs> things. Well, you'll have to come back this year to the walk. Oh, I definitely will. I definitely will. And hopefully my team will be bigger next time. There you go. My mom was with me and my daughters were with me. I don't think my son was born yet. Right. Yeah, I was going to say. Or you. Mm-hmm. What, when's Col- Colson's birthday? August 8th. Okay. He was just little. He was a little guy. He was little. Our, our walk was like October 2nd or something. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. I can't remember if he was there or not. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> was I there? <laughs> <laughs> Julie, were you there? <laughs> I think I was there. Well, thank you, Kelly, for being brave and leaning in and sharing your babies with us. Um, thank you yeah you're right grief has no time I appreciate you guys so much well it is our honor we are humbled to know you and your babies and and be able to hold your story and so well thank you yeah um, looking forward to seeing you at the walk this year and absolutely I'll be there okay good if you need anything else you know I just encourage you to keep taking care of yourself and Reach asking out. for what you mm-hmm. need. Yeah. Reach out if you need something and thank you. You know, yeah, we'll do what we can to help you. And thank I you know. to your family too. <laughs> and your mama. She sounds like a rock star. <laughs> she is. She's awesome. <laughs> Shout out to her. So thank you, Kelly, for calling in and thanks listeners for tuning in this week and stay tuned next week for another episode of confessions of a grieving mother. <laughs>